It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast hosted by two robots. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how is it going today? Did you call me a damn robot? Yeah, well, you're both robots now because of the voice I did at the beginning. The hell, beep, man? Boop, 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 boop. I didn't agree we, to this. We have no emotion. We have robots only. We are only one zero one zero zero robots, and yeah. we all agree to this. Why are you so emotional about this? Are you not a Can robot? Can we just talk to the humans? A little understanding uh, would make things better. Classic. Planet of Conquerors, remember that? Robots remember. <laughs> Real robots remember. Triple R, that's a movie on Netflix, and that's what it's about. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah, it's great. I haven't. Um, tell me, is this, is this an appropriate... This does seem like an AI-generated conversation <laughs> right now. Would you say that each R represents the word hour in, the, in how long that movie is? I think that uh, you've cracked the case. You solved their riddle. That's why they call me Detective Movies. Imagine a guy called Detective Movies. Detective Movies. Okay. Thomas doesn't want to talk about Detective Movies. Sorry, Detective Movies isn't no, the next Mr. Wind. I think Detective I Movies speaks you. for himself. I don't think he needs anyone to talk about him. He's on the job. The only thing Thomas wants to talk about, the very emotional Thomas Powell, is Survivor China. Thomas, did you watch Survivor China last night? I absolutely did. And what did you think of the first episode of this week's episode title, Just Don't Eat the Apple? Uh, I like it. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Is it better than, however, our episode number 400, Are White People Stupid? What do you think of that one? Uh, pretty good. Okay. Inquiring uh, minds want to know. <laughs> I I like it a lot. I think it's uh, pretty good also. What about this one? 401, you've got some explaining to two. I think that's very funny. Yeah, that's that's good stuff right there. That's like some classic jokes. Uh, I, I love, love Lucy. puns. I love puns. Pun, I love puns dad really jokes. Tell God. me your best dad joke. Uh, 402, where's my friend most deaf? Here's my question about that one. What is the context of that? I want to say that we were maybe talking about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the movie. Mm. Naturally, of course. Why wouldn't we? I've been, uh, I just was listening to, uh, there's a, uh, what is it, 2009? I'm about to talk about a mashup album somebody did, but there was somebody oh, yeah. did one called Yasin Gay that is a, uh, a Marvin Gay most F mashup thing, and it's very good. That does sound really fun. I want to listen to that. Um, that's really fun. 403, a sea turtle diet. It's another pun. We love puns. We love I like that, jokes. yeah. We love wordplay on this podcast. It's the smart guy. Wordplay is the smart guy's puns, and puns is the lowest form of humor, said Mark Twain, a writer. Maybe you've heard of We're him. We're so witty. He has an award. We're so witty here. Yeah. 404, uh, error. Okay, 404. 
one of the twink one. gods. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah, that one's pretty good. 405 Survivor Food Fight. Maybe, maybe the pinnacle of uh, simulated seasons we've ever done. Yeah, I agree. Which we did. Uh, food mascots versus fast food mascots. Yeah, I think that's about as good as it gets from us. You know, who is this Jack Nicholson? Who, who am I, Jake Nicholson? Because <laughs> that's a movie he's in. As good as it gets. Yeah, yeah I don't really have... Uh, Someone from that movie that I can put my name with, so I feel a little left out. Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton is not in that movie. Damn it. God damn it. Like, Cuba Gooding Jr., you're not getting anything there. Helen Hunt, not getting anything there. Mm, who else? Skeet Ulrich, not getting anything there. As good as it gets. We'll get there. Well, as good as it get there. Greg uh, Kinnear? I don't think I don't think Greg, Greg Kinnear. Kinnear. Skeet Ulrich, Julie Benz. Okay, man, there's got to be something. There's got to be. Okay, Jesse James. Okay, Yardley Smith, Lupe Ontiveros, BB Osterwald, Harold Ramis, Harold Thomas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Jake Nicholson and Harold Thomas. Those could be our new names. Oh, Shane Black. You love him. Oh, I do like Shane Black. Um, wow, Maya Rudolph also. There's a lot of people in this movie. Um, what were we talking about? Survivor Food Fight, of course. Food Fight. Food mascots versus fast food mascots. Book it, Jeff. Uh, 406 is sometimes having a sober dad don't feel like it should. We love a long title. Yeah, that's, uh, that title hurts so good, I think. Um, hurts so bad, more like it. Yeah. Have you ever, we were talking about Duncan before we were recording. Um, have you ever had a Hertz donut, speaking of donuts? <laughs> oh, no, that sounds delicious. I would love one. <laughs> Look in the mail for a, a special sandwich <laughs> yeah, coming your way. coming out of an envelope. <laughs> yeah, look in the USPS Ow. mailbox for that. <laughs> Why didn't I say, like, an Uber Eats delivery or something? You should be able to send a punch through the mail where, like, it's like a, a um, certified mail thing where you have to sign for it, but then the <laughs> mail person just punches you in the stomach. <laughs> It's like a singing telegram. Yeah. But with fists. I like that idea. How about this one? Maybe controversial, but I'll defend it. Uh, 407, step it up, lesbians. <laughs> no need for context for that. The, the words, the title speaks for itself. I think, uh, I believe we were upset that uh, there wasn't more lesbian representation on the show. Uh, no, I don't think that's what it was. I think what it was was uh, one of the contestants saying they wanted to be the first lesbian winner ever. And you said, well, there's been like a good number of lesbian contestants. So it probably should have happened by now already. Mm. And I think I said, step it up lesbians after that. <laughs> It's very, it was something along those lines. The good news is, since that episode title, uh, Survivor winner has come out as a lesbian. So, oh, really? Who? 
God, you're not even up on Survivor lore, post-Survivor lore. We were literally just talking about her before we, the episode. She was on an episode of a podcast that you love. Oh, Erica's a lesbian? Good for her. So mm-hmm. there's a recent lesbian winner. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was not out when it happened, so I don't know if that actually counts. I'm not a sociologist. Yeah, well, survivor. they couldn't do a video package about it, so... <laughs> if they can't do a video package about it, it doesn't count. At 408, we've got Oops All Marianne's Oops All Coaches. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, buddy. Did you... Have you seen... This was, of course, we were complaining about the cast of Survivor 45, I think. Yes. Have you seen the cast for Survivor 46? Oh, no. No, I haven't. It's a lot of the same archetypes, it looks like. No. Yeah. Uh, 409, speaking of these wonderful archetypes, we've got Brunkle Bruce's Brobot. That's some good shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is what everybody pays the big bucks for. Mm-hmm. 410, Waterfalls by THC. Pretty good. That's pretty funny. I think 411 is a dark horse in this uh, competition. Scream. 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 Like, again, no context needed. I'm clicking on that immediately. I need to hear why somebody said that. Uh, 412. Sometimes you eat the worm. Sometimes the worm eats you. This is a classic bit from a classic movie. The Big Lebowski. Ever heard of it, Thomas? No, I'm not familiar with that movie. You gotta see it, Thomas. You would love it. Oh my god, you would love that movie. It's about this dude, and he's like a big stoner, but then he like, I don't know, some crime happens, and somebody's toe gets cut off. It's wild. You'd love it so much. That's so crazy. There's a lot of bowling, I heard. There's a lot of bowling. It's like one of the greatest bowling movies of all time, actually. Better than Kingpin. Better than Eight Mile. You uh, watch yourself, mister. <laughs> Don't you dare say it's better than Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 413 is Jake the Snake Survivor. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Um, four, 414, stop trying to make Sanctuary happen. Still stand by that. Uh, 4.15, Bacon and Eggs to See, another classic pun. 4.16, Too Bad Sucker. It's fine. Yeah, I I don't really remember that. I think that's probably the worst one that we've read so far. I feel like that's the weakest one. Uh, 4.17, I Love the Egg. I love that, yes. (laughs) A lot of egg-based ones. We love the egg here. (laughs) Uh, 418, No Shoes, Only Socks, Household. We remember this classic bit, um, and it's obviously always a bit. It's not real. Do you remember this context of that one, Thomas? No, I don't. Uh, that's fine. You don't need to remember. Uh, 419, feet sinating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we remember that one. And 420, A Farewell to Feet. Classic. Great title. 
hit it out of the park. We were look. We had to talk about feet. They wouldn't. They wouldn't let us not think about feet. So it was kind of the whole theme of the season. And if they're not going to give us a theme, we got to pick it up ourselves. And forty-five was feety-five for a reason. Farewell to feet. That's a strong contender, Thomas. Uh, four twenty-one. Yeah, I think it's a good one. The original true crime girly. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Zodiac, we watched it. Nobody listened. Uh, 422, haters welcome. Maybe we just need to watch bad movies again because people like those. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you abandoned the bit because you wanted to watch one movie? Yeah, we did. Sorry. It was a good movie and we enjoyed ourselves for once on this fucking show. 422, haters welcome. Uh, Haters Welcome is a good title, but it could also just be any title of any episode, I think. Uh, as always, Haters Wanted the new, the old ones are starting to like me. Mm-hmm. There's your Christmas for you, <laughs> fucking freaks. I love continually referencing a, like, a wrestling shirt from, like, 11 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. If we wanted to do, t- uh, current Miz stuff, we would say massive balls, uh, and it would be really funny, and everybody would say, oh, we love the Miz now. <sighs> okay. Sorry, let me cool off. Uh, 423, this pod is making you aggressive. That's pretty fun. Uh, that one, I'm telling you right now, I think that's the one to beat for me. <laughs> it's a really good, it's, you know, we talk a lot about puns on this show. Pretty good. Uh, 424 uh, is fine. What's life got to do with it? I think fine. Yeah, fine. I think the strongest for me is a farewell to feet. Uh, Brunkle Bruce's Brobot. And I, I already know the one you're going to say. Well, what's 425? 425 will be discussed in episode 450. Sorry, <laughs> no, we were supposed allowed. to do this segment last <laughs> week allowed. and we forgot. I'm not allowed to comment on that. <laughs> and I'm not going to look it up right now because I didn't copy it over to my notes. Was it a really good one? It's going to be this pod is making you aggressive for me. I think it's that in a... And yeah, I think it's just that I don't I don't need to include any any others. I I'm willing to agree to that. Oh, wait, Um, we love the egg. Also, we love the egg is my second choice. I love the egg is a classic Um, dark horse. Maybe we should do a when we come around episode 500 or something, we should go back through and find some like dark horse candidates for like, you know, Jeff Probst loves the redemption arcs of Survivor. Um, The losers bracket, you, you might call them. We could do that with, you know, I love the egg and others that we liked over the years. Can you think of anything that, uh, from way back when, what was really good? No, not really. God damn it. We've really got to start doing better episode titles. Okay, this episode of Survivor first aired on November 15th, 2007. How old were you November 15th, 2007? God. It was my super sweet 16 yet again. Only a couple years uh, removed from the literal day. What was the number one movie this weekend? Uh. I have three hints for you. Yeah, four hints, technically. The cast, the writer, the director, and um, and the the and one more. 
if you'd like any of those. I would love a hint. Okay, here's the cast. Ray Winstone, Anthony Hopkins, Robin Wright Penn, Brendan Gleeson, John Malkovich, Crispin Glover, and Angelina Jolie. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's quite the cast. Would you like the writer? Sure. It's a guy you've heard of. His name is Neil Gaiman. Oh, interesting. Would you like the director? Might narrow yes. it down a little more. Robert Zemeckis. Have you heard of him? Okay, Robert Zemeckis. This is written by it. Neil Gaiman. It's not narrowing it down for you? Is it the Polar Express? It's not the Polar Express. But you might recall a certain um, animation style for this movie that was based on a legendary oh, is it Beowulf? Poem. It is Beowulf. Oh, what a garbage movie. I was like reading about this movie as, as, as I was doing this research. I was like, I don't want to watch this movie now. It sounds wild. Like I, I think it's like Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow where like you would think that, but it's actually just kind of annoying and upsetting to watch. Perfect. I can't wait to see it. Uh, you know what was not boring and was actually fun to watch was this episode of Survivor China. James says the odds of being voted out with two idols is not that high. Based so, on what? So that's a... It's an interesting talking what head to open the episode with. What data are you working with, off huh? of, bro? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the line of a very confident man, and you know what we say about confidence on this show. Uh, James wakes up everybody with some discordant singing, but everybody's happy that Jean Robert is gone. I thought that was very funny. Yeah, it was nice that uh, just to see how happy everybody was. Mm-hmm. It's like finally, like. There have been so many reality shows where people wake each other up in obnoxious ways. And in any other situation, I think I would be very annoyed if James were to wake me up like that. But the fact that I wake up and John Robert is not there would be a blessing. Uh, PG takes John Robert's place as the most annoying person in camp. This is too bad for PG. But you know, what you know can what? you do? She stepped up. They needed somebody to hate. Yep. Yeah. She's not the hater who stepped up. She's the step hater who stepped up. How's the t-shirt go? I'm not the step. <laughs> I'm not the dad who I'm the. No, it's, it's I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's the shirt that um, PG's wearing now. Uh, Courtney and Frosty flirt, which makes Todd nervous. Mm-hmm. Reward challenge. They have to use four drums to bounce a ball through an obstacle course. This is great. This was a really fun challenge. Agree or disagree? Yes, good. I mean, good. basically every challenge this year has been good. Yep. Or this yep. season, I should say. Yeah, uh, Survivor China knocks it out of the park every episode. Even the villains we liked. Even one of the villains we liked. Yeah, I, just, I thought John Robert was, was good TV. He John was Robert annoying, was great but TV. I, 
I think what he stayed it? around like just long enough. Exactly. He uh, he stuck around long enough that um, he'll have an impact on the game, but we don't have to deal with him so much anymore. Yeah. Which is I feel perfect. like the get early in the merge is the best time to get that type of player out. Yeah, like uh, rapping Chris in Ghost Island. Oh, I wish we'd gotten. He didn't make the merge. I don't think. Oh, I thought he. I thought he went out right around the same time as Jean Robert did. No, nah, maybe I don't think so, but maybe. I don't know. Uh, the winners of this challenge get a river cruise. I heard an ad for a river cruise today that said, "No children, no casinos." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa count me in!" That sounds yeah, great. Let's go. No kids, and I can't gamble. That sounds yeah, great. Perfect. As long as they have some classy wine for this classy gentleman, count me in. Yeah, it's uh, wine o'clock. Eric and Frosty are MVPs of this challenge, I wrote. Agree or disagree? Yeah, okay. Eric, because he did really well with, like, balancing the drums and everything. And Frosty, because he was, like, parkouring all over the place. And it was really impressive. Yeah, I agree. When you see somebody doing parkour really good, do you go, oh, I wish I could do that? Always. It's like watching someone break dance. Or, like, watching somebody be really good at basketball. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, I wish my body did that. Instead, my belly just hurts all the time. I think that's definitely, like, 12-year-old me, maybe I was even younger than that, but there was definitely a point in my life where I thought, like, if I could break dance, people would think I was so cool. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, Frosty, Amanda, Courtney, and Eric win this challenge. Great stuff. Happy to see it for all of them. I like all of them. PG and James argue at camp about their challenge loss. Bad news bears back at camp. Yeah, this was uh, this was a, the rare conversation where neither person looked good because like PG was wrong and lashing out. But also uh, James does not handle criticism well. Yeah. Uh, a classic both people are wrong situation, which we yeah. love. Like PG is wrong in the substance of it, but James is wrong for the reaction that he had. Yeah. Um, you know, it's exactly what you want in a reality TV show. It's just people yelling at each other. Drama. We love drama. Um, is that TNT's thing? We love drama. We know drama. Okay. Yeah. I wish that Kira Sedgwick had walked out in front of that argument. If we can get Kira Sedgwick on a simulated season, but only as the closer, that would be great. Or was she so in as cool. good as it gets, too? No, that I, was Helen I Hunt, don't think Kira me. Sedgwick was in that. Okay, yeah, no, you're thinking of the mom from uh, Modern Family. I'm thinking of the mom from The Incredibles, obviously. Or the dad from Middle, Little Miss Sunshine. Middle Miss Sunshine. The mom is not from The Incredibles. You're thinking of Holly Hunter, not Helen Hunt. God damn it. Why do they do that? Look, man, you walk into Tom's IMDb corner, you'd better be right. Or else <laughs> you're going to get slammed. I don't appreciate that. Um, but I do think we need to do another simulated season of almost same names uh, with Helen Hunt. <laughs> yeah. and Celebrities Helen you confuse Hunter. with each other. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. There is a, I, I know all of them distinctly now, but there was a point in my life where you could have put every member of Built to Spill, Guided by Voices, and Yola Tango, because those are three <laughs> bands that I got confused with each other all the time. That's fair. Speaking of bands, did you see the Grammys last night? 
Um, yeah. Oh my God. Wasn't that a performance of fast car? Everything. Oh my God. I love, I did not watch the Grammys, but I did have that like jammed into my eyes through social media. Yeah. Our, uh, our Irish grandpa won an award there for coolest guy. His name is Bono. And he did a performance. Did he, was, was he in the Las Vegas sphere? He was in the sphere. I think he was in the sphere. We we turned it I, on mid performance, but it definitely looked like the sphere interior. The sphere interior. The interior I sphere. let me tell you, I I love the sphere. Um, yeah, obviously, just like who I love the, egg. Love the sphere. <laughs> and uh, so I, I I a rare bo- endorsement of Bono here. I think Bono is right about the sphere. I'm sorry, is Bono ever wrong? Except for that one time, the iPod thing. Other than that. Has Bono yeah, ever other been than wrong? like going to Davos every year, yeah, he's he's always right. <laughs> he's always on the right side of history. It's true. Don't talk to me till I've had my daily dose of Bono inspirational quotes. Yeah, Look, I actually only hate thing. Bono because I uh, am a member of Sinn Fein, and uh, he's a little too squishy on Irish reunification <laughs> for my for my book. Great callback. Uh, to history. Uh, speaking of beautiful days, the river cruise is beautiful. How about that for a transition? Uh, they the talk wonderful sh- segue. Thank you. They talk shit about PG, um, which didn't feel warranted, to be honest. I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, too that. much. This is the thing, right? Is like, I think PG can be a little overbearing, but uh, it didn't seem like it was that bad. Yeah. Um, Frosty and Courtney get close. And then Eric does an impression of a goat. This was cool, right? Yeah. It was a very accurate impression of a goat. I didn't appreciate it. To be honest, I didn't like it. I said, please stop, sir. Uh, They eat chicken and potatoes and beer and wine. Great stuff. I found myself, like, checking what they were eating as if we had made predictions for this episode. (laughs) I'm desperate to win those points back. (laughs) I just need points. Give me those points, Jeff. Uh, at camp, they lie about the food on the reward. I am always of the opinion, this is stupid. Don't, people know you're lying, and then they get mad at you for lying. Just tell them it was good and move on. You yeah, I feel like I would say, like, you don't like, want to know. I'd be like, do you really want to know? Yeah, you don't even want to know how good it was. Like, okay. I'd just be like, it was delicious. We had chicken and beer and wine and uh, potatoes. And they'll be like, oh, that sounds so wonderful. Thank you for indulging me in the fantasy of food. Uh, Todd tells them about PG and James's fight. How do you feel about Todd? He's, he's a shitster. He's a, he loves drama. Get him a show on TNT. Todd, not Todd. <laughs> That's right. But like you're Tom, not Tom, but with a H in the in the second Tom. Yeah, as if anybody T- ever T H O. Yeah, T H O D D. This Todd. is my son Thonador. Uh, at the immunity challenge, you have to do a memory game, but they have to stab the correct answers. Uh, good challenge again. Courtney, Todd, Denise, and James give in to temptation over competing in the challenge, and PG wins the challenge. Great stuff. James eats like 13 burgers. Yeah, I'm proud of him. I love that. This uh, is this is like a, a moment people call back to a lot, right? Him eating all the burgers. Yeah, this is like what, what James is known for on Survivors, eating all the burgers. 
at camp, James, no, Eric assumes it's him. Frosty assumes it's him. Frosty approaches Todd about voting out Eric. Meanwhile, James and Denise. Oh, how do you feel about Denise, the person who's barely ever on the show? Yeah, D- Denise certainly is on the show. <laughs> you, if you can say one thing about Denise, it's that she's on the show. She's uh, punctual. <laughs> James and Denise worry that Courtney won't vote out Frosty because they love each other. I uh, was I, I was enjoying the Courtney Frosty thing. Yeah, they're cute, right? Yeah. One of the uh, one of the good ones. Uh, showmances. <laughs> mean, mean New York GF, uh, parkour, nice parkour uh, BF. Yeah. Uh, Todd tells that to Courtney, what Thomas just said. I'm really tempted to call him Todd, not Todd for, from here on out. Yeah. T H O D D. Yeah. At Tribal Council, James ate seven of the burgers at the challenge. Okay. It was only seven, not 13. I'm less impressed. <laughs> That's in a very short amount of time, too. I mean, how yeah. long could that challenge have taken? Um, yeah, like 10, 15 minutes, maybe. Uh, James ate seven burgers. How many burgers do you think you could eat in one sitting? I think I could probably eat. Of the burgers that they had there, I bet I could eat four of them. Yeah, I think it was just like the burger and the bun, right? There wasn't like any fixings There's on it. There's some cheese on there, I think. but I do love cheese. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely eat, like, three or four of those. Um, yeah, I could probably eat, like, five or six, honestly, actually. I think if I was, like, Survivor Island hungry, I could probably eat, like, five or six. Yeah. Honestly, I saw James eat seven, so I could probably do seven, too. <laughs> I could probably eat, like, ten. Wow. That's ridiculous. You don't, you're not worried about, like, shitting yourself or being unable yeah, to I mean, shit yourself? I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise that I do that. Look at Thomas over here. I I don't even want to go on Survivor, but if I did, I'd eat ten burgers. Yeah, if I was on Survivor, it wouldn't have gone down like it did. Yeah. <laughs> Eric believes that he's at the bottom of this tribe, but would you have it be known? He only received one vote to Frosty's five. And then Frosty says, as he's getting his torch stuffed with cheeseburgers still on their breath. Pretty good line. It's a great line. I was extremely bummed about Frosty getting voted out. Right? Like, RIP to a real one. Now that Jean Robert is gone, I don't, I don't want to see anybody get voted out. I want to see them all win. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, it was like I, Denise could get voted out and it wouldn't matter to me because she's barely on the show through no fault of her own. But <laughs> no offense to Denise, but I literally already forgot about her. Yeah, her and Eric, I think, were the two where I was just like, oh, that would be bad for them, I guess. Yeah. Okay, the next episode we watched this week was called Ready to Bite the Apple. How about that? I like them having two different, uh, you know, like, it's like a sequel to the previous title. Exactly. First aired November 30th, 2007. How old would you have been November 30th, 2007? In a sequel to my last answer, I am, I was still 16 years old. Super sweet sequel. Uh, speaking of movies, uh, what was the number one movie this week? Uh, probably not Beowulf again. It was not Beowulf again. Um, this was a fish out of water story. Does that help? Uh, Finding Nemo. 
And Thomas, I, I, I understand why you would say that, but um, did you actually know that the fish in, in those movies are actually in water, like, predominantly throughout the movie? But they're out of water at one point, though. Yeah, but only for, like, a few seconds. I wouldn't categorize that movie as a fish-out-of-water movie. All right. Yeah, okay. You're still mad about That's... the... You're still mad about me correcting you about the Helen Hunt thing, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am, actually. I can't believe you brought it up again. Um... That's like saying, uh, what was that heroin movie that was really popular in the 2000s that Danny Boyle did? Oh, you're talking, tra- okay. That's like saying tra- Train Spotting is a parenting movie. If you keep, if you keep coming into Tom's IMDb corner and, and goofing it up, I'm going to have to slam you. Like, I don't like doing this, but I didn't realize I ever from left. The 90s. The movie's from the 90s. Okay. Thanks, IMDb. Didn't realize you had to look that one up. Uh, This movie, this fish out of water story, was written by Bill Kelly and directed by Kevin Lima. Do you know those names? No, those names mean nothing to me. Okay, maybe this cast will help you because there were quite a few big names in this movie, such as Amy Adams, Patrick Dempsey, James Marsden, Susan Sarandon, Julie Andrews. Is it Leap Year? Is this movie Leap Year? Wait, you you should probably hear the last name. It might give it away. The wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. Adele Dazeem. It was not, uh, what did you call it? Is it like Leap? I thought it was like Leap Year. Doesn't Amy Adams go to Ireland or something? No, No, that's not this movie. Uh, probably a similar audience, though. Okay. What 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 is the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem been in? Yeah, Other she's than more, wicked, she's more of, of a stage actress than a movie actress. So maybe that maybe she's in a lot of musicals. Hmm? Okay, so th- oh, is it um, Enchanted? It is indeed Enchanted. Congratulations! I forgot about that movie. I did too. Uh, people speak fondly of it. Um, yeah, I remember people really liked it. I would just didn't. I mean, it's like a parody of Disney princess stuff. Like that seems like it could be pretty fun. Yeah, and like you know, the cast is good. So um, and you know, it's got Bill Kelly and Kevin Lima behind it. You know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> names like that you can't lose. Being being the magical. Uh, director, uh, the more he directs, the more uh, um, make moolah. Does that rhyme? Almost. Look, I'm not Kevin Lima. I don't make rhymes. This isn't rhyme crime. I'm not rhyme criming. Anyway, uh, they do trivia questions at the reward challenge at Tribal Council. Can you believe this? Talk about I, whiplash. I was confused. Yeah, when like, the episode started, I was like, "Was this? Did they say something about this at the end of the last one?" Yeah, Jeff said, um, "We have more business to attend to here," and yeah, that was just a reward challenge. Like, why did it need to be? Yeah. <laughs> they just really wanted to have a cliffhanger to get people interested for the next week. I guess I don't, I don't understand why they would do that. Like, just do a regular reward challenge the next day. I don't, I don't understand. Anyway. Uh, PG wins and brings Denise and Eric on the temple reward. Um, it was all about Chinese history and culture, right? 
Yeah, we had to see Denise do karate, and it was fucking cool. He was cool. But first, we had to go to camp. Todd, James, Amanda, and Courtney are happy. It's just the four of them at camp. What if this was reality, they all say. But Amanda's not as on board as everybody else. Hmm, what do you think of that? Uh, I would have been so on board. Come on, what are we doing here? Okay, so they get on a PJ and fly to the Shaolin Temple. PG wants to make the final three. This final three, PG, Eric, and... PG, Eric, and Denise. Holy shit. (laughs) Denise is so forgettable that your brain (laughs) just, like, self-destructed trying to remember her name. It was not even two minutes ago that I said her name. Uh, (laughs) I really was, like, I was was trying to, I just figured you lost your train of thought or something, because I was like, I know he didn't forget Denise's name. (laughs) It's literally the next line. Um... Denise feels a great connection to her Chinese side. Denise, oh, or sorry, PG, I think I meant to say. Uh, yeah, I was good. I had some questions about that. <laughs> Denise feel very close to, felt very close to her karate side. She tells, uh, I guess, are they monks there? I don't know. Uh, but she tells this man that she opened a karate school and almost has her black belt, which the monk gave her a little shit about, which was very funny. Yeah, that was great. He was like, you should be an expert by now, right? (laughs) Sir. It was nice. I did not come here to get roasted, but okay. Yeah. I think think they they were always going to shit talk uh, her about karate because they do kung fu there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They don't want to hear about karate. Come on. Uh, They watch a demonstration. Then they learn some moves with a class of children. And Denise puts on her own performance. They all get to sleep in a cozy little temple room. And they say, this is the best reward ever. What do you think of that? Best reward ever. It seemed like it was pretty damn good. Well, here's the thing, Thomas. In Fiji, they get to go to a place called the Sanctuary where good things happen. (laughs) They don't do kung fu at the Sanctuary. They do good things, like... Eating a rotisserie chicken and finding parchments of paper. Yeah, sometimes there's a clue there. And wiping their ass with Charmin toilet paper. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Why do we always go mmm when we talk about Charmin? <laughs> uh, okay. We just have such fond memories associated with them and the bears. Of course, we love the, be- the Charmin bears. Uh, it rains and it sucks at camp. PG tells them about the reward. Uh, Courtney finds solace in this cave, and then everybody joins her, and she says one of the rules of the cave is no talking in the cave. Great line from Courtney, as always. Loved it. Courtney, MVP of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Denise tells them PG wants to take out Todd, not Todd. Eric tries to get a read on James, who continues to say he's not going to eat the apple. I think that, uh, by the way, uh, PG's plan, or, you know, target for getting Todd, uh, smart, more people should... (laughs) Todd is is devious, he is not trustworthy. Yeah, I think very smart of PG to recognize that. Uh, Eric tries to get a read on James, uh, but he says the thing about the apple. They mention the apple a lot. And it doesn't feel forced the way 
the metaphors do in Modern Survivor. Why is that? Because Jeff isn't making them talk about it for like 10 straight minutes. It was organic. It was organic. Also, yeah, that's the other thing, too, is people aren't. I don't think people are playing for the camera with that. You know that people would be like trying to make it a thing. Yeah. Uh, Amanda says she's not only ready to bite the apple, but make the whole pie. Decent. Decent continuation of the metaphor. I understand what she means when she says that. Great illustrative language. Man, this show used to be so good. <laughs> it really did. Okay, so... They just don't make it like they used to. At this immunity challenge, they have throwing stars at different targets. Um, so good. Such a good challenge. One of the best challenges. Um, One of the best. They would never... <laughs> Today's player's mom would never let them throw <laughs> fucking throwing stars. Yeah, it was so cool. It was such a cool challenge. Um, I stole, I mean, uh, reliable listeners will know. And I stole this challenge for Survivor Wild West. She can read it at survivorwildwest.tumblr.com. But instead of ninja stars, or throwing stars, I should say, uh, they had uh, <laughs> guns. Yeah, isn't that an improvement? Having guns is cool. <laughs> Having guns is cool. We could we've we've been saying it. Everybody's been saying it. Um, Courtney does surprisingly well at this challenge, and there's a four-way tie for first, so they go to sudden death, which Eric wins. Yeah, Courtney does not do well as soon as more distance is put between them. <laughs> I, I I support her uh, in everything she uh, tr- uh, tries. A tries? She would have gotten the, uh, the, the, if, if Sawyer was on this island, you would have called her stick legs like he did yeah. with Shannon. Shannon, that was her name. I almost called her Morgan, but I know that's not right. At camp, Amanda convinces Todd it's, it makes sense to take out James. And you know, they're all lovey-dovey, Amanda and James. But then Courtney just took out Frosty. What the fuck? Are men being canceled? On Survivor. Men are being canceled, and I think it's wrong. Wow. Denise and Courtney are on board. Wow. More women taking out men. Can't believe this. Uh, what is this? Taylor Swift and her Swifties? Uh, They're trying to destroy football and also Survivor. Yeah. What if Taylor Swift went on Survivor? Would you watch it? <laughs> I might not. I think it'd be so annoying if you had someone that famous be on. And then if she got voted off, there'd be, do you know how fucking annoying her fans would be if she got voted off? It'd be the worst. She would use her vote out to announce her new album. Yeah. That's what she did at her acceptance speech. Did you know that? I, I did know that. That's it's pretty I, cool, I right? thought my, my favorite thing I saw last night was uh, Steve Sledkowski from, there's a guitarist for the band Pup, which is a good band, uh, mm. called it, uh, the uh, music's biggest press release. <laughs> That's take that Grammys. Very accurate. Um, Todd feels bad about voting James out because he likes the guy, but he likes a million dollars more. Great line from Todd. Not Todd. I agree. PG approaches Amanda about blindsiding James and Amanda tells her to just sit tight and act like she's going home. People talk about Amanda uh, very highly, and I see why. Like, she played this really well, I think. Just, like, not giving up too, in- too much information, but still, like, you know, quelling PG's uh, worries. 
This is good. Amanda, good player. It was good. I mean, this is an all-time great play. You got out somebody with two idols. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Amanda? I feel like we haven't talked a ton about her. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's pretty good, right? She's a good player. How do you think she'll do? We're getting close to the end. She may even win since I, I don't know who actually won this. So maybe yeah. Amanda will win. Um, maybe. We'll see shortly. But before that, we do have to talk about these wildlife shots. On the traders, we had fish, we had elk. I love that the traders are doing wildlife shots too, because like we we're not getting shit, we're not getting Survivor in Scotland anytime soon. So no, glad, so uh, it's nice, yeah, nice to get some Scottish uh, wildlife. Beautiful pronunciation there. On Survivor, we got monkey, we got skink, we got goat, which Eric did an impression of. We got snake, we got bird, and we got an animal I don't think we've ever talked about on wildlife shots. A water buffalo. Also known yeah, as, we do, I, I don't think we have. Yeah. Uh, also known as the domestic water buffalo, Asian water buffalo, or river buffalo in India, and the swamp buffalo in Italy and Egypt. They are descendants of the wild water buffalo. But when were they domesticated? Uh, I'm going to say, like, the third century. Um, how many years ago was that? That was uh, like 1700, or no, it was like 1800 years ago. Uh, try less hard. Okay, a thousand years ago. Oh, no, try a bit more hard. Okay, 1500 years ago. Uh, Thomas, I I'm sorry, I can't give you it on this one. It was it's between 3000 and 7000 years ago. Uh, I gave you oh, the- so that's okay. You you phrase that in a confusing way. How so? Try less hard when I said you said eighteen thousand years ago. No, I said eighteen hundred years ago. Oh, I'm sorry, I misheard you. Let's try again. <laughs> they are descendants of the wild water buffalo, but when were they domesticated? Probably like eighteen hundred years ago. Try a bit more hard. Try like twice uh, as hard. Three. Th- Three th- 3,600 years ago. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you it. It was between 3,000 and 7,000 years ago. Good job. Um, wow, you were so helpful with the way that you phrased that hint. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I appreciate you saying the right words in the right order. Uh, they range in color from dark blue or gray to black, depending on their region. Their horns grow downward and backward, forming a semicircle. How tall are they? I think they're four feet tall. What is that, 48 inches? Yes, it is. Hit the nail on the head. Between 47 and 63 inches. How much do they weigh? And this is a wide range, um, so, you know. Yeah, I'm going to say they weigh... Um, oh, I'll say they weigh 500 to 700 pounds. Yeah, close enough. Uh, between the, the smallest is going to be 660. The largest is 2,200 pounds. Okay, so I was on the lower end there. On the lower I just end. barely got in. But 2,200 is uh, f- few and far between. Um, at this point in the Wikipedia article, they decided to tell me that there have been attempts to breed this water buffalo with cattle, but it hasn't been especially successful. 
And my question is, why do we need to know that when I, I was reading through the characteristics section, when there's also a later section all about reproductive research where they mention it again? I didn't need to know about this. This is not what I'm interested in in Wikipedia. Yeah. Settle down, Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, where do they prefer to uh, be? Their preferred habitat. water, I would think. Yeah, deep water or mud holes. Uh, what do they use their horns for? Uh, I believe they use it for, uh, I would say, protection and also uh, to fight for mates or something like that. You would think. But think back to the last question I asked you. Where do they prefer to be throughout their day? Deep water. They like being in the water. Or... Or mud. Mud holes. So what do they use their horns for? Oh, they use it for digging? Yeah, to make mud holes. Isn't that fun? Yeah, that is fun. Uh, these just seem like really chill dudes. I love these guys. I like water buffalo. They're cool animals. Bison is my favorite. Don't get them mad at you, though. They're apparently very dangerous if you get them mad at you. I would say any animal don't get them mad at you. <laughs> They'll be upset yeah, with especially you. Especially the big ones. Yeah. Uh, what do these guys eat? Um, I'm going to say they eat probably some sort of fauna. Aquatic plants. Yep. Uh, um, how many females can a good male impregnate in a year? Ooh. Um, Ooh. I'll say like 20. Oh, oh, buddy. Try five times as hard. Hundred over a hundred. Damn, putting up Wilt Chamberlain numbers. <laughs> uh, these animals exist on five continents. What are they? Uh, America. So no, let's say North America, South America. Okay. Europe, because I know you said there was an Italian one. Mm -hmm. Africa, Asia. You got four of the five. Oh, are they not in North America or are they in Australia? Asia, Australia, Europe, South America, and we've got a few dozen down in Florida that are used for hamburger meat and high-quality mozzarella cheese. Interesting. How many tons of water buffalo milk were produced in 2020 across the globe? Uh, I'll say 100 tons. Try a million times as hard and then some. A <laughs> hundred million tons. A hundred thirty-four million four hundred twenty-five thousand one hundred ninety-seven thousand. Sorry, one hundred ninety-seven tons. One hundred thirty-four point five million. Uh, how do you think they rank? Uh, I'm going to say least concern. They're on five different continents. The they are not considered least concern. This is actually, I think, the first animal with this designation. So maybe a trick question. I'll give you, I'll give you that's a hand. Well, sorry, can you repeat that? This might be a trick question. I'll give you a hint. Um, this is the only one that I've seen listed as this, but maybe not the only one with this classification because I do think we at one point talked about Dogs. 
during wildlife shots. Are they like... So are, are they like not... Are they the opposite of endangered? Is it like they're like an invasive species or something? Uh... They are the opposite of endangered in that they are domesticated. There are 208 plus million water buffalo in the world. Okay, so they they have a different category for that. Yeah, just domesticated, I guess. I've never seen that before, but yeah, they're uh they're not we're not worried about them. High quality cheese too, apparently. High quality dairy products across the board. So, keep that in mind. Next time you want to make your guts feel real good. Uh, at Tribal Council, Denise talks about the reward. PG claims that she can't crack the Old Fay Long Alliance. James says you can't trust anybody. Interesting thing to say from James, the holder of two idols, huh? Erica's the only one who feels it won't be him. PG gets a vote, Todd gets a vote, and James gets four votes, which is twice as many idols as he has. Neither of which he played. Is this another one where he didn't actually bring them with him? I believe he brought them with. Because I think it was in his final talking head. He held them up to the camera. It was like, I'm a dumbass or something along those lines. And then he, yeah, just didn't, just didn't use them. Just didn't use them. Trusted his alliance too much. I just, every time I see this, I'm like, how is this possible? It's incredible. Um, did you know this was going to happen? Uh, yes, I did know it was going to happen. I had heard, I remember specifically that like James is known for eating a lot of burgers, obviously. Right. I'd known about that and I had known about him, uh, getting sent home with two idols. Yeah. Uh, so this week they had to do a trivia questionnaire for their reward challenge. So Thomas, can you tell us the name of this week's quotes quiz? So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. This survivor test was designed to choose the best possible contestants for the next season. Would you know enough to be chosen? And that's by uh, Coxon9. Nice name. Uh, let's get this immunity challenge started. Oh, that's supposed to be in Jeff Probst's voice, I bet. Can you do it? Let's get this immunity challenge started. And then there's the music, and everybody goes, oh, 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 I'm so excited to be on Survivor. Uh, which castaway spent the third most days competing on the show? Ozzy, Rob, Boston Rob, Rupert, or Sari? I'm going to say Sari. I'm going to say Boston Rob. And I'm wrong. Damn, it was Ozzy. I thought for sure you would be higher than that. Um, now with, I don't know, whatever. Who is the only player to attend every travel council without being voted out? Oh, this is going to spoil the season that Ariel and I are watching right now. So um, I'll, just mute the, I'll just mute it when we listen back to this. Uh, Malcolm. Okay. Denise, Michael, Scoopin, Abby, Maria. I know the answer. I'm going to say Malcolm Freeberg, and that is incorrect. It is, in fact, Denise Stapley, Malcolm's best friend. Uh, next question. Which sweetest reality show is Survivor based off of? Oh, I know the answer to this one. What are the four answers we can choose from, Tom Spowell? 
Castaways, Lone Survivor, Stranded, Expedition Robinson, and uh, it is Expedition Robinson. Of course, everybody knows that. And I knew you knew that, otherwise I would have made you answer first. Uh, Which Survivor winner forgot to pay taxes on the show winnings and was sentenced to four years and three months in jail? Do we even need to say the other ones? Yeah, it was John Cochran from the OJ trial. (laughs) Uh, It was Adam Klein. Jeff sent the IRS after him because uh, Adam. What, what was Jeff mad at yeah, Adam about? Adam, Adam wasn't remember. paying taxes on his uh, on his coaching of uh, people's videos, <laughs> casting videos. So Jeff Probst sent, sent the, the IRS government out. after him. Yeah, he has a good relationship with the IRS. Every after he called them on Richard Hatch. Obviously, everybody knows that. I I know he's problematic, but I still think he's in the right for doing that. Can we get a chant going? Fuck taxes. Fuck taxes. Fuck taxes. Yeah, let's get them. Yeah. I think that what we can both agree, Jake, that you endorse everything that Richard Hatch has ever done. We've talked about this before, and obviously I do. I can't think of a single thing he's ever done that's problematic. Um, sorry, so somebody's trying to say something at my window at me, but it's probably not important. Uh, what prize was considered a curse to those who won it? Wings and beer. A helicopter ride, hidden immunity idol, a car, wings and beers, the car, fucking curse from my damn car curse. Thomas is taking this quiz genuinely, and I'm trying to make a fucking joke right now. Are you ready? Are you ready? So, so, sorry, Survivor's a joke to you. No, this This is my life. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't realize I was doing a podcast with Jeff Probst all of a sudden. (laughs) Uh, I'll say that wings and beer are a curse for my. Asshole. Say a car. That's the right answer. I know it's the right answer. Um, it's a damn car. You didn't laugh at my joke about the wings and the beer. Why? I thought you were. Uh, that was just a serious confession. Yeah, this is my confession. <laughs> what if the Usher album was all about the terrible shit she has? <laughs> It's just about when he, like, f- finds places to fart so he doesn't yeah. do it in public. Yeah. He, like, clogs up his friend's bathroom. He's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Which Please don't tell anyone that Usher stopped up your toilet. <laughs> Which castaway made history by name being named Soul Survivor twice? Sandra, Sophie, Parvati, Tina. No, a few of them got close. Obviously, Sandra. A few of them got close a couple times. Uh, yeah, Sandra, obviously, we all know that. Uh, cool selfie from Sandra uh, for the correct answer there. Which Cassaway voted out her own mother out of the game in Blood versus Water? Kelly Wentworth, Aubrey Bracco, Sierra Easton, Marissa Peterson. This is Sierra Easton. Which is it, Jake? This is Sierra Easton. Yeah, obviously. of course. It's, we all know it's Sierra Easton. Do you know that? Yes. You didn't just steal my answer? No. <laughs> is it because Jeff Probst talks about it every episode? Even to yeah, this yeah, day? Yeah, I think you told me about this. This is something that I've been told about so many times. Yeah, we'll watch. And also I watched a season that Sierra played on, and I'm sure Sierra talked about it on that season too. Yeah, We'll watch uh, Blood vs. Water eventually. Um, this castaway made the worst possible movie with Tribal Council. He gave away his immunity necklace only to be voted out moments later. Uh-oh. Was it Eric Reichenbach, James Clement, Sean Mish, J.T. Thomas? Obviously, we know James is a big fact, blunder. 
Yeah, James Big Blunder, but no, this is the other one. I feel like the, yep. it's Eric Reichenbach, is it not? That is correct. Another Michigan boy, I believe. Such as you and also me. If you if you say so. Okay. Name the first castaway to be voted out of Saved Saved? Survivor David versus Goliath. Pat Cusack, Jessica Pete, Stephanie Gonzalez, Reem Daly. Uh, I believe it is Jessica Pete. You are correct. Uh, that was, of course, a trick question because she was not the first person eliminated, but she was the first person voted out. We all remember Dave versus Goliath. Great season. Of the following countries, who doesn't have a version of the game? France, China, Ecuador, Canada. Hmm. Is this mm. necessary knowledge to get on Survivor? I just want to be on the question. U.S. version. <sighs> I said China, but it's it's not that. Okay. Mine, I was going to say between China and Ecuador. So I'm going to go with Ecuador. And that's also wrong. It's Canada. It's Canada. That's why they're letting Canadians on the show now. We can't do it at home, so... Okay, how many days did the longest Survivor game last? A hundred days. They went to sudden death until one of them died. That's a joke, of course. This is American Survivor where they keep it easy for people. 47, 42, 39, 36. Do you know the answer to this? Uh, the answer... Well, I know it now because I got it wrong, but I said 47, and it is 42. 42. Uh, speaking of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, because that's a number from that book, it is. Wu Wing won final immunity challenge and decided to bring which castaway to the final tribal council to compete against him for Believe. title of sole survivor and survivor Kageyan. Please don't answer before I finish reading the question. My name is Ken <sighs> so Jennings. Why don't they call him Jen Kennings? Jen Kennings. Tony, Cass, Spencer, or Tasha? It's Tony. It is Tony, of course, the king of survivor. I do think it's cool that uh, they finally got a king of Survivor. Oh, another cool selfie from Tony. Which celebrity has not appeared on this show? This is a fun question. School of Rock creator Mike White, country music star Chase Rice, baseball player and notorious cool guy John Rocker, or Olympian and faithful Ryan Lochte. It is not Ryan Lochte, but he was on the Traders, of course. Uh, yeah, it was not Ryan Lochte. Obviously, the answer is Ryan Lochte because yeah. he was not on Survivor. Correct. Um, I would love to see Ryan Lochte on Survivor, though. That sounds so fun. I kind of love Ryan Lochte. I think he's such a great dude, uh, and I'm sure he's never done anything problematic. And don't, don't tell me if he has because I think he's a fun guy. This item is one of the funniest fake idols of all time. Obviously, humor is subjective. If it was objective, this would be the most popular podcast in the world. But no, that goes to Conan O'Brien because he invented no. podcasting. Uh, a leaf, a stick, a coconut, a rock. It's a stick. It is a stick. Did you know this? I did know this. How did you know this? That's just another famous Survivor thing. Yeah. It's actually going to be uh, next season that we watch, next off season. Uh, which castaway was voted out by the public? Oh, sorry, was voted by the public to return in Survivor Cambodia following her San Wendell Survivor performance. Sharin, Kelly Wentworth, Monica, or Cass? Do you know this one? I believe it is Kelly Wentworth. You would be correct. We have watched both these seasons, so. Oh, that's true. 
uh, which season revolved heavily around the love of story between now married Rob and Amdra. <laughs> Rob and Amdra. Every time you do that, I forget that you do it, and it's always funny to me. <laughs> it's fun to say. That's why I do it. Uh, Australian Outback, Marquesas, uh, All-Stars, Redemption Island. I believe it is Survivor All-Stars. Yeah. We love the Marquesas representation on Mar- this Marquesas Monday, but it is, of course, All-Stars. Uh, oh, this is a long fucking quiz. My God. Which season Trauma Council was a lighthouse, an authentic shipwreck, Game Changers, Ghost Island, Worlds Apart, Heroes versus Villains. I feel like I, I know I, this. Yeah, well, I already got it wrong, so you guess. I think it was Game Changers. Yes. You're correct. I said Ghost Island. See, that was my second choice. I couldn't remember. It, it was between the two of them. Uh, oh, Thomas, you've heard the song so many times. This is a segment called Music Minute. Just kidding. Uh, what is the Survivor theme song? Survivor theme. Tribal Warfare. AAO. Ancient Voices. They probably wanted me to sing AAO, but I didn't. I'm sorry. I already got it right. So what? Uh, what do you think it is? Ancient voices. Everybody knows this. I've been singing that song Everyone since 2001. Everyone knows ancient voices. Three truths and a lie. Spot the lie about season 15, Survivor China. Oh. This season. Or do you want to read these? My mouth's getting dry. This season's slogan was compete in intelligence. This season had hidden immunity idols in play. Tribes had the ability to kidnap a player from the other tribe. The season had the final two sit at final tribal council. I am going to say compete in intelligence, and I am incorrect. Of course, the correct answer is the final two. There was actually a final three. Compete in in intelligence, compete in sociability, and compete in something something else. That's... They translated the outwit, outplay, outlast slogan to compete in blank. And compete in intelligence was one of them. Anyway, uh, what item did Angelina ask fellow contestant Natalie for after her torch was snuffed in Survivor Dave vs. Goliath? Jacket, buff, Part sunglasses, hidden into the you, idol. Do you know what my immediate answer was? What was your immediate answer? Rice. <laughs> She tried playing that rice card early. <laughs> yeah. Angelina played the rice card. Uh, no, the answer is jacket. Jacket, of course. Jacket and eggs. Speaking of eggs titles. Okay, I got 18 out of 20. Soul Survivor. Impressive. Thomas, I have a question for you. Final question of this quiz. How much, quiz. Sorry, how much better were you than what percentage of all other quiz 91% takers? better. Wow. What did you get? I got 14 out of 20. It still said Soul Survivor, though, but Damn. better than 59%. This quiz needs to be more rigid. Um, do you feel like we did this quiz already? I kind of do. Yeah, I do, too. All of these questions seem pretty familiar. Anyway, I'll move it to Maybe the, it's just because may, maybe that there, there's like multiple types of this kind of quiz. That is very likely because there's only like six pieces of trivia in Survivor history over 46 years. Uh, here's a question. Um, who took fourth place in Survivor Palau? Do you remember, Thomas? Did we watch this one? Yeah. It was your who favorite season, season because it was your namesake who won that season. Tom, not oh, Todd. Was that, the, that was the, that was the Tom season. That was the Tom season. Tom, not Todd. I don't, 
I don't remember who else was on that season. Exactly. That's the trivia question I want you to make, Survivor yeah. listener. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, Are you, yeah. Do you want to talk about the traders? Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is going to take a toll. They got some healthy food for you and it's for the low. I would love to. Uh, we should probably just do. We're doing a trader talk. We're doing a trader talk catch up. We should probably just talk about the state of the game right now because we can't recap like five episodes. Yeah, Thomas uh, finally caught up to the show. Um, what do you think? What do you think of this season versus uh, last season? It's been pretty fun. I think the cast, the the faithful, are worse this time around. Interesting. Um, what did you think of Deontay leaving? I thought it was kind of funny that he got that emotional <laughs> about it, but I was like, oh, rude. <laughs> the man was open about his trauma and you're laughing. Um, Why are you playing this game if you're not prepared for there to be deception, dude? Come on. You probably didn't tell him what it was about. Um, um, but like, no, I mean, like I liked having Deontay on the show, but if he didn't want to be on the show anymore, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who do you like? Um, I like... Uh, Phaedra, I like mm-hmm. Parvati. Obviously, I do not like Dan. Sure. Um, I like uh, Bergie. I'm a big fan of Bergie. Mm-hmm. I like when somebody seems like they're gonna be like a complete zero contestant, and then it, he's actually maybe playing the best of anyone on the show. Yeah. I often confuse it's it's taken me all season so far to um differentiate Bergie and Peter to be honest cuz yeah I also like Peter though I think Peter has also played well yeah um they just they both have like a very similar energy of just like genuine nice guy <laughs> yeah um what was I going to say uh who are your least favorite people on the show who do you who who do you love to hate well I'm not excited that Kate is back um, I don't mind Kate. I feel like MJ adds nothing to the show. Um, who else? That's not, I feel like adding nothing to the show though is not like that's not hate. Yeah, that's, that's apathy. Yeah. Um, I don't love Dan. I was happy to see his plan not work out. Dan went out the way he deserved to go out. Um, the I'm trying to remember all of the housewives' names. There's so many of them still. I I can't remember. Um, who do you hate? Uh, not a fan of Dan, so I'm glad he's gone. And um, I don't like Kevin. Oh, Kevin from Bling Empire, of course. Yes, not a fan of that guy. He seems like a real asshole. Uh, how do you feel about... Also, he chews with his mouth open. Ooh, not great. Which is disgusting. Uh, who who was it? Um, oh, John Burkow. Oh, no, yeah, I should have put, I should have put him in my uh, in my favorites. I love John. I I love I love so much that they just got a bunch of famous American reality stars. And also Kevin from Bling Empire. And then John from the British Parliament. <laughs> yeah, he was the Speaker of the House of Commons. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Like, uh, who's our guy now? 
Mike Mitchell? Nope, that's not his name. Mike something. And uh, Mike, Mikey, what's his name? Mikey, what's his name? Goes up to Traders Canada and is like, I'm going to be on the Traders team now. It would be worse because our speaker sucks and John Burkow is cool. Yeah, cool guy. We like him. And I, I would have loved if they had recruited him to be a trader at the end of this episode. I know it's not at all where the story was going, but I was really hoping for it. Yeah, it would have been cool to see him do it, but he's also pretty good faithful. Yeah. He had a great uh, speech before Dan got voted out. I was like, hell yeah, oh, John. Oh, yeah, he, he came to play. Uh, Fucking gave it to him. What did you think about Dan's, uh, Dan's t- shot that he took? I have never been happy to see an air ball. It was perfect, right? Because the whole time he was making the argument for it where he's like, I'm going through this. I was like, this doesn't make any sense and should get shot down immediately. And I think the only thing I think what he was banking on potentially is that a lot of people when they're accused just get really flustered and they get put on their back foot. And Phaedra just didn't. She completely no sold him, which is perfect because he had no substance to his argument. Mm -hmm. And everyone was just like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And also, we know for a fact that you knew the information about uh you know, like he fell into Peter's trap. Right. And he couldn't really make a compelling argument. He like he, he drew more heat to himself than than uh, was on Parvati. Basically, he was so like pick and choose with his arguments for everybody. And then he targeted Phaedra, even though she could have explained away any of her votes as easily as Parvati could have. But he, if he was going to target one of the other traders, he should have targeted Parvati since the suspicion was already on her, he could have spun it on her much more easily than obviously spinning it on Phaedra because it uh, immediately blew up in his face. It was so good. It was so satisfying to watch. People love Dan from Big Brother, apparently, uh, just because he's fun to watch, but I found him annoying. Maybe if I'd watched Big Brother, I would have liked him too, but I was glad to see yeah, him. Yeah, I, I will say I thought that... I- I did appreciate he was very magnanimous in his reaction. So I, I, it was nice to see him not be a sore loser about it. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think that's one of the benefits of this show and like why so many people are attracted to doing it is like it feels very low stakes. It's like they're, they're there. Which is funny because the editing is the exact opposite. Yeah, I think that's what makes it work. Uh, and and just alan coming selling so hard that this is the most dramatic thing that's ever happened it's so good what did you think so alan's so great what did you think of his uh blue beret blue glasses blue blouse and red kilt uh i liked it and i especially like the little like tuft of hair that he had coming up from under the beret he looked like a like a a comic character like an old tin tin he's a little anime boy he's a little anime boy um what did you think of them having to build and launch a catapult? Feels like a really big challenge for not a huge thing. Yeah. Didn't John have like a big triumphant moment at the end of that, though? That was pretty cool. Yeah, could have. I don't know. I, I kind of zoned yeah, out again, during we, the catapult I, I never thing. pay close attention to the challenges because they literally don't matter. I think they're better this season than they were last season because uh, you can get the shields uh, in a more dramatic fashion. And we always said that that was really fun to get immunity challenge and survivor whenever they did that like one or two times. Um, 
And they're being more secretive with who gets the shield, at least in that first challenge. Or, I mean, the one before this episode. I didn't love how um, they could all see who was going to win the shield in this challenge. Like, I think it should be secretive who gets the shield. Or you should be able to transfer the shield to whoever you want before midnight. So that the trade. I agree with that. I think the game is a little. I think they need to rebalance it a little bit because it's a little too skewed towards the traders. It is, and and you know, having Burry have the shield without them knowing it really worked out in the show's favor. So if that happens more often, um, but then you know that might be really easy to game also because like Peter figured it out in a in a second what to do with it. But you know maybe that'll force the traders to get smarter. I don't know. I don't produce the show, but if they wanted me to, I'd be happy to go stay in Alan Cummings Castle for a couple of weeks. How's that for an for Alan? I love calling him Alan. <laughs> My friend Alan. Uh, Jake, you know what's one thing I don't like about this show? What's that? It has the worst soundtrack of any reality show I think I've ever watched. It's not great. I would agree. With that, I, I, there were a couple um, music cues that uh, I was like, really? This is, was it like a, maybe a Billie Eilish song or something in one episode? And, and something else in this most recent episode where I was just like, what are you guys going for here? It's not spooky. Like, no, the show is supposed to be. It stinks. Um, what song stuck out to you in particular? Anything of note? I think the problem is that they don't stick out. They all run together because they're the, all the same kind of, like, trailer for a bad TV show music. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm happy you're finally caught up on the traitors. I Was there anything else that uh, in, your, in your catching up binge that you wanted to note before we move on? Um... No, not really. Uh, I mean, it's it's a fun show. Yeah, I like the show. Yeah, it's very fun. Oh, one thing I wanted to say. Uh, there was a, I think it was Janelle from this season posted, like, her wish list for season three cast. Who would you like to see on this show from the world of reality TV and or sports and or British politics? Mm, um. Ooh, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Hillary, Hillary in the house. Get her in there. Hillary in Allen's house. Yeah. Um, man, who would? I'm trying to think of who like some really good Survivor social players would be. I mean, if you could get, um, uh, oh, what's his name? I should remember his name. Uh, he's famous for uh, finishing in second because he's so, so ruthless. Dom. Of Dom and Wendell? no, the guy with the hat. Sandra burned his hat. Oh, Russell Hans. Yeah, Russell Hans. I kept seeing R- Rupert kept coming into my brain. I'm like, no, it's not him. Rupert Russell Hans playing the great show. Yeah, I would love to see Rupert. Honestly, that would be so fun. Just like blowing up at people at any time they vote out of faithful. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to see Russell Hans on there. Also, honestly, Mike White, get Mike White on the traders, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, we don't need take six more months to do the next White Lotus. We don't need a season three immediately. You don't want to, you know, burn out too quickly on that show. Um, it's a shame he's too busy now. Yeah. 
oh, God forbid, Mike White got famous after 30 years. Uh, I remember seeing him when he was on Freaks and Geeks, that one episode. Uh, In the episode that didn't air. Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. Kim Kelly is my friend. It's a good episode. Uh, okay, Thomas, what's your blue sky, the butterfly app? Uh, you can follow me at tom.tom.bsky.social. Shows at onlyfunsurvivorpod.bsky.social. Um, or on YouTube at the Only Fun Survivor Podcast. Uh, I don't think we have any comments from last week, uh, but Thomas, if people wanted to comment this week, what, what could they comment? Ha ah, ha, very funny. God damn. Nope. Commit. <laughs> Sorry, I uh man, it's crazy. I don't think I've ever messed that one up before. <laughs> this is what happens when we do Marquesas Monday nights. Yeah. People are people are gonna find out I'm losing a step. Uh ha 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 very funny smiley face. Or you could do ha 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 very f- funny. That's also good. Uh our last poll I think I said very smunny. I think that's what I yeah. said. <laughs> Our last poll on YouTube asked, are you looking forward to Madam Web? We- <laughs> I'm so glad we asked. Yeah, of course. Uh, I forgot about that 50% one. 50% of people said yes. 50% of people said no. Zero people said who can say. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so this is like John Cena, yeah. you know, love him or hate exactly. him. Exactly. Madam Web, the John Cena of Spider-Man movies. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon, of course, which you can find at patreon.com slash just podcast. Uh, any shows you want to shout out there? Uh, whatever the wrestling one is, cause we just talked about John Cena. Mm-hmm. You can hear all of our takes on the rock and Cody Rhodes controversy. Um, do you want to, oh, do you want to, speaking of, um, fans, do you want to thank the fans? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, if you wanted to review us on Apple Podcasts, what could you write there? Oh, man, this is... <laughs> Got to make sure I don't have the, the, the yips for oh, are you, all of the boilerplate reviews that we are have. Are you looking it up so you can read it all? It's no, I'm not looking up anything. <laughs> this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Okay, I don't know why you sounded so angry about that one, but okay. I don't like being accused of cheating. Okay. You sound like, uh, uh, what's her name from whatever that show was? I look, I don't know what I'm referencing, but that's something. Don't make me slam you again like I did when you went into Tom's IMDb corner and started talking fresh with me. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Speaking of uh, award shows, the Grammys, remember? Jay-Z made a Will Smith reference, and we were all like, what, where are you about to go with this? But he was talking about, um, I don't know, people becoming rich or something. Oh, he was talking about the history of hip-hop, I think. It was like, we went from Will Smith, and then there was like a long pause, and we were like, are you about to talk about Will Smith get, slapping Chris Rock on stage because you're also at an awards show? Turns out it wasn't that, uh, and we were all disappointed, and nobody slapped Jay-Z on stage. But Blue Ivy was there. You remember her? I do remember her. She's like a real person now and not a baby. Yeah, she's 12 years old, we found out, uh, from wikipedia.org. Um, okay, well, uh, next week we're watching the next two episodes of Survivor China and the next episode of The Traitors 2, 
And um, I think the week after that is the finale. And then the week after that, we'll finally be talking about the season 46 cast. Are you excited? Oh, very excited. Can't wait for that one. Uh, what should the poll question be? Oh, thank you. For, uh, for this. I knew we were forgetting something. Um, we need to do something good, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, how about this okay. one? Could you win a Grammy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Absolutely. How about this? Yes. No. My Grammy could. Yes. No. Maybe so. How about that? Okay. We could do that. That's fine too. Uh, Joni Mitchell. <laughs> yes, no, Fran- yes, no, Franny May. <laughs> <laughs> For Valentine's Day, <laughs> I did see some Franny May chocolates in the, in the store today, and I almost got some. I never noticed them before you did that, and now I notice them sometimes. I notice them every time. Um, remind me, who's going to win Survivor Forty Four? Franny May. Franny May. All right, that's perfect. Uh, Until next week, have a great summer. Deuces. We don't have we don't have great um, coffee options in our local grocery store. I mean, I guess we could just go anywhere else to get coffee because we live near close to a cute little coffee shop. So if we could go there, it's called Starbucks. Have you heard of it? Oh wow! No, I'm not familiar. Yeah, it's um, it's like a pirate, like a celestial pirate themed coffee shop. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like the. Uh, I like the veranda blend there. I find the lighter roast Starbucks coffees are better because they like burn the shit out of their coffee. So yeah, they're yeah they're fine. I don't know. Starbucks we, Starbucks has made an entire business out of being perfectly fine. It's, yeah, uh, I'm more of a Dunkin' guy to be honest. I think Dunkin's coffee is better. Their iced coffee is like elite. Which honestly, Starbucks iced coffee is the best thing to get there. Because you're a big Ben Affleck guy, right? Yeah, dude, I was living my fucking... I was, like, fully actualized when I was in Vegas last year. Because uh, in the uh, the hotel I was staying in, when you uh, got down to the, like, casino floor area, so, like, basically right where the elevators left off on the first floor, there was a Dunkin' there. And, like, you know, in Vegas, stuff can be kind of expensive, depending on where you go, and it was just priced like a regular Dunkin', so I got it every single morning, and it was great. Honestly, like the not not to make this in it. Look, if Duncan wants to sponsor us, I will absolutely take that. But um, the uh, not not to go on and on about this, but like I will say, their baked goods all pretty solid. Like the croissants there aren't bad, and uh, the sand the breakfast sandwiches there are, like actually pretty good. So yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't I I don't think I've ever gotten a Dunkin' Donuts donut. Uh, that's probably not true, but I always just get the like basic bacon egg cheese sandwich because it's 
so yeah. tasty. It's good, and then yeah, get like a good iced coffee with that, like good stuff. Mm. Mm. A nice summer morning if you're talking to me. <laughs> Smarten up, probes.